I chose to wake up 5 a.m., do an hour of spiritual practice and work on my business. So who I became from February 2018 to August was a completely different person. Welcome to the Money, Mindset, and Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Marley Rose Harris, and I'm here to talk to you about all things entrepreneurial, personal growth, and self-development with a little side of spiritual woo-woo. I have successfully turned my side hustle into a multiple six-figure business while traveling the world and living a life I've only dreamed of. I hope by listening to this show inspires you to do the same and start manifesting everything on your vision board. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, babes, and welcome back to another episode of the Money Mindset Manifestation Podcast. Today, we have such a special guest. So today, I am interviewing Natalia Benson, my business coach, and we've been working together for six months. It's been so amazing. I'm so sad. It's almost over. And today, I got the true honor to interview her and talk all things business, money, mindset, healing trauma. It is a beautiful episode. She did not hold back with gems of wisdom. And I'm definitely going to listen to this again and like make all the notes. I was just like nodding my head the whole time. Like I'm going to have like neck whiplash. (laughs) Um, She is just such an incredible soul and I'm truly honored. This is actually such a big manifestation for me. I listened to Natalia's podcast for years. So to be able to work with her and then interview her for the pod, I'm just so excited to share her wisdom with you guys. Um, So without further ado, let's get to the episode. And if you like this, let me know what you think, what your biggest takeaways were. And I just love you guys so much. All right, enjoy. All right, everyone. Today we have a very, very, very special guest. This is such a big manifestation for me and I'm so excited. So we have my coach here for the past six months. I'm literally going to cry because our last session is like in two weeks. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm so excited today. Natalia Benson is here and we are talking all things money, business, up-leveling, growth, all of our favorite things to talk about. So this will be, I will definitely give you like a way better intro, but for the sake of time, so we can get all the goods in. Natalia, welcome to the show. It's such an honor to have you here. And just to start, for anyone who doesn't yet know your beauty, want to kind of explain yourself, how you got into the industry, and what your passion is. Oh, you're beautiful, Marley. I'm so grateful. And just thank you so much. Thank you for you. And thank you for having me today. Uh, just to keep it very short and sweet. Um, you know, I'm uh, at this point, I, I like to refer to myself as a conscious business coach, women's empowerment mentor, and I will always be an astrologer and a modern mystic. That's like really the roots of all of this for me. And it's really fascinating that it like kind of has taken the turn that it has into more business and financial empowerment. Um, but I'm born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona. I've lived in Southern California since I was about nine, 18 years old. And, um, the start of my twenties were super tough. I had, Um, you know, undigested trauma from when I was young that turned into alcoholism and drug addiction. And, uh, you know, I mentioned that because 
I really believe that the darkest, most shadowy moments, the things that look like insurmountable problems, they're actually there to show us the way back home to ourselves. Because I look back on that stretch of like a couple of years, and even though it seemed like I was really lost, um, I was on the path the entire time. I just was going, I was doing very destructive things, but that really set the destructive things to myself just to clarify, but that really set the stage for moving into my twenties. Cause I was very passionate about working for myself. Um, I was broke as shit. Like I would like make money and spend it. And I just had a really dysfunctional relationship with money and dysfunctional relationship really with everything. Like I just had a big lack of balance, but throughout my twenties, I just really explored a lot of spiritual tools and I was very fascinated by just getting to know myself through things like astrology and tarot and just that's really the path that I set myself on and I didn't technically get my life together till I was about 31 and that was really the line in the sand year where I was like either I can keep playing small and being afraid of success and afraid of my power and kind of throwing away my energy into these like dysfunctional habits and patterns and relationships, or I can make some massive changes and really apply myself to life. And so starting um, that year, 2018, that's when I actually started to coach and I quit a very, you know, a, a job that just wasn't for me. And I just started to intensely work on myself and really uh, become accountable on all levels, like both accountable financially, accountable emotionally. And that was really the turning point year that, you know, I've, I've scaled my business, um, almost 10 times in under three years. So it was almost like when I finally just applied myself and really realized and recognized like how wonderful I was and how much I had to offer. And, and I really stayed focused, um, on the love that I had to give and the love that I could give myself. It was legitimately like everything just transformed. And I just, really, like I said, I, I just, I just went all in. So that really brings us to today. And, um, I'm, I'm very, very, very grateful and very proud of, of the journey. But I think I share that as well, just because when you really focus and you apply yourself and you don't diffuse your energy into unproductive situations and habits and relationships, it's kind of amazing what you can create. But I think all of us at times can be a little afraid of how powerful we are. Mm, wow. Well, we're all so grateful you you did step into your light. And it, okay, I have a question because I've been really fascinated with this over these last couple of days, which is using the darkness to move into the light. So as you mentioned you did experience trauma and you were feeling lost, but what was, did you have, I know you said like at 31, but did anything specifically happen or what was that turning point for you when you decided to go all in? What was it a book that you read? Was it a resource? Was it a seminar? What was that thing that you're like, okay, I'm done with playing small and I'm done with not 
committing to my dreams, what was there a specific moment and how did you do it? Oh, I love that. I, I feel it's actually funny. I was going to mention something like that, but um, we're always very connected, Marley, but it's like, it's funny. I think it was a conglomeration of things, but you know, there was a book that I had been reading off and on for seven years of my life. It was called, it's called Secrets of a Millionaire Mind by T. Harvecker. I know you've read that. And so my mentor in my early twenties, when I had my jewelry line, my jewelry business, he actually was like, Hey, you should read this book order it. He didn't give it to me. He told me to order it. And so I found it for a penny on like Barnes and Noble or something. I don't think Amazon was around yet that I don't think. And, uh, I ordered this book and something in me was so resistant to, to the fact that it could change my life unconsciously. And so when I turned, I think 29, um, I, I decided, I was like, you know what? I want to be a millionaire one day. I just literally said that a lot. I was like, I want to be a millionaire one day and I want to live life on my terms. 29 was when I started to kickstart. And let me tell you, I'll make this very concise, but 29, I actually got a job opportunity at a small, like hybrid kind of like marketing company, but they only did tech companies. And so they saw my potential and I was before that opportunity just playing small. I worked at a jewelry store and I did random social media accounts. Like I was 29. That's not that long ago. It's maybe five years ago at this point. And I just remember I got this little job opportunity and it was the first job I'd ever had. Cause before that I was, you know, essentially entrepreneurial, but I'd never reached any kind of stable success. And so once I had that job, it kind of laid a little bit of a foundation for me because I was experiencing small amounts of financial stability, very small. And I actually decided, and it kind of pinged me one day, Hey, you should read secrets of a millionaire mind every Tuesday for 33 minutes. And so what I started doing is I started making these reading dates with myself. And so I would basically just sit down and put a timer on and I'd read this book. And so eventually I started to get through it and he kept saying, Hey, there's this seminar that I have this free seminar. It's called, um, millionaire mind intensive free three days. And I was like, millionaire mind intensive. I'm totally going to go to that. So I went the, the fall of 2017, I went and I actually stayed until they taught about money management and unconsciously because I had low self-worth patterns and I was afraid of going to the next level of my life. I was like, this is too good to be true. And so I left and I, and I was like, I'm going to just go make a vision board and like, which is beautiful. Nothing. I love vision boards, but I was like, I just want to go home, make a vision board, cozy up and just keep going on with my life. And so that's what I did. But here's the thing about nine months later, I was still in exactly the same place. I I hadn't taken no action. And so getting into 2018, I actually learned about morning practice. So I started doing, I was almost religious about it because my corporate job was very toxic. It was not the right environment for me. I wasn't, I wasn't happy there and I wasn't a good fit. And so I had to wake up. I chose to wake up 
5 a.m., do an hour of spiritual practice and work on my business. So the difference between how I started 2018, which was in chaos, I literally, if I, I had a two hour, sometimes 90 minute, two hour commute, I just roll out of bed, get a coffee and get in the car and go to work and listen to like an audiobook. And the difference of when I learned about morning practice was that who I became from February 2018 to August was a completely different person. Morning practice, visualization, and working on my business consistently. And then I actually decided after a little while that I'd quit my job. I just was not happy and I I wasn't I was suffering. And so finally I was like, you know what? Fuck waiting for this two year raise that I might get. I'm just like, I'm fucking, I'm leaving and I'm going to go become a coach because I was already coaching. I had already been working with people since I was 22 years old. And as soon as I quit, I felt this elation, but also this terror. Cause I was like, Oh my God, is this, am I going to be okay? And then I hired my first coach. Her name is Sophie Nick. And she helped me lay the foundations of my business. And the reason I give you all, you guys, all this context is because then later in that summer, I decided again to go to the millionaire mind intensive. And so I went, I played full out. I did the crazy dances, the, all the things. And I ended up investing in their biggest package, which put me down to my last $300. Now I never tell this story to glorify that because I think everyone has to make financial decisions that feel good for them and sound. And even though I was very, very afraid of making that investment, I trusted myself. I was like, I know that I'm going to make the most of this and this is for me. And those three days changed my life. And that was where I essentially learned the basis of money management. And I've adopted and created a system more and my, just based on my own needs and the needs of my community. But you know, it's just beautiful because between the book that I dedicated myself to reading to the morning practice to lots of other things, I, I'm an avid learner. I have a moon in Sagittarius. I love learning. All my planets are in the third house, which is a very much like a very mentally uh, curious uh, placement in astrology. But, you know, it was kind of a conglomeration, but those key things I just shared, those were really I feel like the turning point where, and, and, and I don't want to, I actually feel like I can't, I don't want to complete this until I say this, but you know, I also, you know, spiritual practice and prayer and meditation and visualization. I started chanting, um, beautiful, like prosperity mantras, um, to a goddess named Lakshmi. I, I actually discovered this book, um, from a dear sister of mine named Justine and I start, I, I learned the Lakshmi chant from that. And so I wanted to find ways to like take the real world action, but also to nourish my spirit. And I've always had a really deep reverence and love of Indian culture and the Hindu religion. And so when I found this kind of intersection of like this prosperity goddess, and I was looking for, you know, feeling more abundant and overflow you know, I don't talk about that very much anymore just to be, you know, culturally respectful. But at the same time, like I know that 
that working with her energy and, and the book was called uh, Shakti Mantras by Ashley Thomas Ferrand, who is, I believe, an American Vedic priest. And that book is so, so beautiful. And the way he speaks about Lakshmi, I mean, it changed my life. And I used to teach about that a lot because, you know, that was when I first really started to understand and learn about like the subconscious. And I I had already heard about it, but that was the first time I really practiced a mantra for 40 days. I mean, I've probably done the Lakshmi chant, I don't know, 400, 500 times, but it's just like, that was also a beautiful practice that I took on that year as well. So I I feel like I'd be amiss if I didn't mention that too. Oh my gosh. So, so many things. This is so (laughs) funny because in a session with Margot last week or the week before Lakshmi came through and Margot was like, you need to be working with Lakshmi. And I was just like, okay, putting it out there. I I don't know how to do that, but I'm putting an intention out there that I want to work with her. I'm like, okay, writing the book down, like write this all down. <laughs> so totally manifest that. So I was just making notes here. It sounds like on the other side of success is through consistency and nourishing practices. Does mm-hmm. that would you agree with that? Oh, a million percent. I feel like you and I are both very passionate about our consistent practices. Absolutely. And what role have mentors played in your success? Oh, everything. Um, I just talked to my fiance the other day because I, I helped him find a coach. And I, I told him, I was like, coaches and mentors are the reason I am where I am at this moment. Because the line in the sand that year, there was a lot of different, you know, powerful things and choices that I made, but the biggest shift was working with Sophie because I finally had someone to hold me accountable and also, and not because I needed her to, but because I just felt like knowing that I had to show up for someone and also show up for an investment that was the biggest investment I ever made. It was $3,000. But to me at that time, that may as well have been $23,000. It was a lot of money to me. I only had $5,000 in my bank account at that moment. And that was the most money I'd ever had at one time. So when she told me her price and that I could do a three month payment plan, I called one of my friends at the time who's an Aries. And I was like, should I do this? And she's like, Absolutely. She's like the only investment that will ever like compound is the one in yourself. She said something like that. And even though I was so afraid, I just was like, I, I've got to do this. Like, I don't know the next steps. And it was mostly around structuring a business, structuring my coaching offerings. Um, and, and she really, she really helped me. I did my first ever group program from working with her. And then after that, it's like, I actually was laughing at myself today. Cause I like, I, I actually had to write down all of the, I have a lot of coaches and I do, I have so many courses, but it's like, that's just my personality. I love learning. And it just, it contributes to how I show up for like my clients, like you and my students. It's like, how magnificent to be in that alignment where when I work on myself and make myself better, it makes other people better. And so it, to me, it's just, 
I've become like healthfully obsessed because it's just like, I've seen the benefits, um, throughout, you know, the last couple of years. And it's just helped me quantum leap because I had businesses for 10 years. Why did I never reach where I, my potential? Because I didn't know where to go. And I was only resting on my own insecurities, volitions, ideas, whatever. And, and so as soon as I had someone else like point the way based off their experience, it just expedited the process in a massive way. I 100% agree with you. How many coaches do you have right now? Three? Okay, let's see. I'm working with Chris Harder. I'm in his mastermind. I have my business coach, Taylor. Um, and I have Michael King and he is a CFO coach. So he's like working with, he's a CEO coach. So he's working with me on like knowing my numbers, um, and a bunch of other cool shit. So yeah, those are my three main coaches right now. I love that. That is so expansive for me. I feel like I'm missing someone though. I'm like, who else do I work with? No, I, maybe that's it. I don't know. I literally had to write it down the other day. I just show up for the sessions. I'm like, okay, I'll be there. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. I love that. You know, and honestly just giving permission that to have more than one coach, you know, I feel like in my mind, I'm like, okay, I have one coach and then I'll get another coach where it's like, what the hell? I can, you can have as many coaches as you want, you know? And so thank you for being expanded that way. Oh, um, my honor. So let's flip the script. And one of our favorite things that we both love talking about is money. And I also recently just read um, Secrets of the Millionaire Miners. Secrets of the Millionaire Miners. Blew my freaking mind. I'm like telling everyone to listen to this book. And I literally messaged him being like, hello, when's your seminar? Like, I want to come. But he hasn't replied to me yet. (laughs) Have you ever seen him speak? No. You got to watch his YouTube seminars from like the 90s. He's hilarious. Like, he is so special and just such a magnificent, I mean, T. Harvecker is, and his work is like, and I would read, it actually makes me emotional because I would like read the success stories in the book and I'd be like, that's never going to be me. And it's like, and how beautiful, like that is me. I'm, I'm even beyond probably what they mentioned. So it's like, I mean, that to me is the power of financial education, like the, cause I used to live in such scarcity and I mean, it was awful. And, and it was at his seminar that I had to come to emotional terms with all of the chaos and damage that I'd created in my own life because of a lack of financial empowerment. And that was, that was the work I did at that seminar. And it was just profoundly beautiful making those connections so he's really special and just such a magnificent person really amazing human 100 and something that he really um you know is passionate about teaching is the power of yes of course the subconscious mind but just to put it so simply is like being successful in your mind before you're successful in your bank account yes I think that's something that a lot of people and actually not even what's going to say I had backwards for so long, <laughs> which was, you know, oh, I have to have, um, you know, all these CRM set up and all these, you know, sales funnels and so focus on the strategy 
where I think I've had this very massive mindset change recently of like, actually, none of that matters, unless I have <laughs> the, the financial, like education, the financial, yeah. and, and honestly, abundance mindset, because when you're successful in your mind, it's inevitable that you're successful in your bank account. Just going to take a quick break from this epic episode and let you know about Manifestation Club. So this is my new membership that I just launched. And you guys, this is absolutely, positively the best offer I've ever, ever, ever created. So what is Manifestation Club? Manifestation Club is a membership for you to join if you are ready to up level and achieve and manifest anything you desire. So if you're trying to manifest more love, more money, your soulmate, that dream relationship, hitting and attracting more money than you've ever desired. And honestly, anything I've used this method to manifest villas, free travel, um, random money that I receive in the bank, just random things, whatever you're wanting to manifest, this is the club for you. So I created this because I was getting so many questions of Marley, how have you manifested a life of freedom? Marley, how have you manifested this relationship? Marley, how have you manifested this amount of money? And I was just getting questions like this constantly. And so I was like, you guys, there's a method. There's a method to this madness. And it's taken me a hot minute to put it all together, but I finally did it and finally created this thing that you guys have been asking for. And so I'm so excited to announce Manifestation Club. So this is really for the individual who is looking to go to the next level, but just needing help to get there. My method uses spirituality and science. So it's not gone are the days of wishing, hoping, you know, wanting, and just like feeling confused about what you even want. Manifestation Club will teach you the tools, the rituals, and the methods to actually rewire your beliefs to align with what you desire. We talk about this a lot in this podcast, which is you actually can't manifest something unless you believe that you deserve it. And that all goes to back to your subconscious mind. So it includes hypnosis and these things called quantum clearings, which we create in partnership with Margot, which is how you are actually going to rewire your belief patterns to manifest what you desire. If you're currently like journaling and wishing and hoping and the thing isn't coming through, that's because that's actually not going to get you there. This is what I've taken into consideration over the past five years and what has actually worked. So this is the solution. This is everything that's worked for me, everything that's worked for clients to manifest their dream life and how it's going to work for you. So what's included? There is five, four courses right now, which is how to manifest, how to manifest love, how to manifest money, and how to manifest feeling good. We have a roadmap for you to go through and what we recommend um, for you to achieve this life you desire. It all starts with energy and it all starts with rewiring your subconscious mind. And it's fun. You know, it is in the sense of, I know a lot of people talk about shadow work and everything like that. We do it from a different way in the sense that it feels good the whole way through. And so there's four courses. There's quantum healings, breath work, hypnosis, um, and then also monthly healing calls and a community aspect and Q&As. Everything is included in the link below. And for one week only, one week only, you are able to save on the price. So sign up, check out more in the link below if this sounds like something that you're looking for. And if you're like feeling stuck, confused where you're going, needing a kick and a reset this month, this is for you. So once you lock in this pricing, this is your pricing for the rest of eternity until you know you feel like you've hit this point of your life where you're completely happy and satisfied manifesting everything you want. So check out the link in the bio. Everything is in there. And I love you guys so much. Thank you for supporting me. And this is my dream. So by, you know, enrolling, you are really supporting my dream. So thank you so much. I love you guys. And let's get back to the episode. So what are some tools? Why don't maybe talk on that for a moment? Because you can probably articulate better than I can. And what are some <laughs> tools that you've used to become successful in your mind? 
Oh, I love that. I mean, to me, this is a lifelong process and, and, and oftentimes like a healing journey because like even just this year, I got to see a couple months ago, I got to see some of my shadow, some of my fears and realizing that it does not matter how much money you make. If you don't feel safe on your own, it does not matter. Like, I mean, I've had a really powerful healing around that lately of just recognizing that no amount of no number is ever going to make me feel rich. No, no, no bank balance. It's like, how do I feel in myself? And, and even though that can sound nuanced and a little woo, even though I'm sure we're all down with the woo here, but it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, I, a a big thing that's really assisted me, especially recently has been just more nervous system healing. Um, that's why like in, in my money membership, uh, magic women and money, we EFT tap every time we meet because it's like soothing and working with the nervous system and a big shift for me lately. I know it's kind of funny when I mention stuff like this, it's like, wait, what's the money tools? And I'm just like, no, I mean, you ha- your nervous system has to feel safe and calm. Um, otherwise, like the truth is it does not matter the number, like no number, nothing external can ever make us feel away until we feel it internally. Because I will say like one of the biggest shifts for me this year, it's going to sound hilarious, but starting to drink magnesium. Like I drink magnesium every single night. Magnesium is the number one, um, mineral that we're all deficient in because the, the soil has the, from farming practices, it's not, um, enriched with it any longer. And we wear shoes because we used to, we used to receive most of our magnesium content from the bottoms of our feet. So from walking on the earth. So I like geek. I think things like that are so cool, but it's like feeling that earth connection. And what is money money in like, let's say, let's look at it esoterically for a moment. It's earth energy. It's a, it's a rule of earth, right. Of the earth plane. Um, and what I mean by that is like, you know, when you're here on the planet and we have a means of exchange, well, at this moment, it's money. Like that's the currency to create, you know, our livelihoods, our survival. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's like something that's been really beautiful for me is just taking good care of that nervous system, feeling safe and feeling grounded and peaceful. Um, and then also getting a handle on my spending habits. Like sometimes what happens is that we're making money, but we're just not managing it properly or we're just not, we don't know what we're making. Right. Like that can happen a lot. And especially I'd say in our industry, there's a lot of lifestyle glorifications, which is beautiful. Like it's fun, but at the same time, it's like, speaking about like financial literacy and financial groundedness really helps us to feel successful. It helps us. Sometimes it's not about, Oh, I just had a a six figure launch. It's just like, you know what? I 
and making money in a business that I freaking love. I'm growing over time and I'm taking good care of my finances. It's like that can create more stability and security than just these massive pops of money that I think a lot of people go for. And, you know, and and this I think is just part of my personality as well, having a Capricorn rising that I'm, as I'm getting older, I'm, I'm embracing more because I'm an Aries and those two things square each other. So they're very, very different energies, but it's just been beautiful just seeing like, wow, the more grounded and rooted I feel, the more successful I feel. And the more money I also call into myself because I don't need it, if that makes sense. So I don't know if I just answered your question. So let me know if I can answer, if I can go over anything else. I just went on that full tangent. No, you, you, that was perfect. I'm going to ask what magnesium you take just for anyone who's wondering. Yeah. So just a little disclaimer, make sure you're not like allergic to it or something. You like hear, hear me on you. And then you're like, (laughs) just make sure you're good. But, um, I uh, drink Calm, so it's just Calm Magnesium. Okay, yeah, that's, like, the most popular one, I would say. And, like, mm-hmm. I we can't get it here in Bali, but I was taking that a lot as well. I currently take um, a magnesium as well before night, and I will significantly notice a difference. Like, it also helps me a lot with anxiety. And yeah, me too, me too, and it's so crazy because I'll be like a little bit frantic one day. I'm like, what's going on? Like I'll, I'll dramatically know it. And I'm like, oh, I've been taking my magnesium. <laughs> Take them. Yes. So it has to be stopped all times. And our, our nervous systems are fried. Like we live in a mm-hmm. very, we, the, the systems that we live within are, are challenging for our nervous systems. And we're getting barraged with lots of information lots of stimulation and and we just have to make sure that we take care of the nervous system because the nervous system is actually how we perceive reality it's like literally the wiring that our consciousness runs energy through like mm-hmm. truly like that's what the nervous system is I, I one of the things i did in my 20s is i was kundalini yoga practitioner and i did my teacher training and that was like when i first got familiar with the subconscious and prosperity chance and all the things as well but that was when i first started learning about the nervous system and then really over the last couple uh last couple of years, it's just become very evident of how important it is to heal and take care of the nervous system, especially when it comes to building wealth, because investing, growing a business, like doing, you got to have resilience, like, because there will be moments where you're fucking scared and you have to know how to like be resilient. It doesn't mean you're going to feel courageous and brave all the time, but what, and like peaceful and like all zend out because you've got your magnesium going. It's not that at all. <laughs> it's, just, it's just that you can handle the stresses and handle sometimes the uncertainties and also even the big excitements. It's like your nervous system can handle it. So I've been talking about that more lately. It's really I love cool. That. I feel like that's <laughs> the thing that no one says, but what everyone needs to hear and totally. especially if you've had any sort of trauma or, you know, mm-hmm. anything in your life that feels straining, like working on the nervous system first can be so healing. And I know we talk about this a lot. And mm-hmm. just to add, if anyone's listening, being like, yeah, I definitely resonate with my, like, 
you know, my adrenals, my nervous system is fried. For yeah. me, breath work has been a major yes. um, tool totally. to support that. Um, cold showers, I know you love those as well. Um, and and really just taking time and, and checking in with yourself and being honest, like, where am I at with my energy right now? And and something that you've taught me as well is like asking your sacral, like asking that life force energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this going to feel good? Or like, why am I doing this? And if it's not for the right reasons, maybe, maybe pushing it, postponing it, extending it, and and letting, leaving the shame and the guilt and anything like that at the, at the door. You know, we're both Capricorn. I don't know the exact terminology, but I know you're like part Capricorn. And I'm part Capricorn. <laughs> um, which is like, I know for me, a, a big lesson I've learned through your coaching is like, you know what? Why? Why do? I, why am I doing this? You know, why do mm. I feel like I have to do all the things all at once? And mm. And actually realizing that that's not working for me. That's actually not going to make me more successful. The things that make me more successful is the things that we're talking about right here, right now, which is supporting your nervous system, money management, you know, financial education and controlling spending. Because yes, you can make a lot of money, but if you're, if your conditioning is a step, not deserving money and spending money, then it actually doesn't even matter because it's wealth is actually keeping money wealth at the end of the day is how much money you keep and so that's something major and you know i i what you said that term i love that you use which is like um i like lifestyle like sharing your lifestyle and these luxuries and stuff which is yes beautiful and i think but i think it can sometimes be a facade and the truth of the matter is maybe you know, maybe it's all on a credit card or like, you know, you don't, you never know. Totally. You truly yeah. never know. Never. And I think entrepreneurship can get glamorized in that way. Um, so anyway, I think it's a beautiful reminder. And I'm so happy we talked about that for anyone. Cause I know a lot of people who start entrepreneurship are like, wait, what? <laughs> like I have to do this and it's this, you know, it's this war zone in terms of like, I believe honestly entrepreneurship is the one thing where you get you do come up with all of your shadow but it makes you and builds you into the strongest your strongest version of you oh a million I I think that I had a little joke with one of my friends who's in my master one of my masterminds and she's like I was like, babe, entrepreneurship is the resilience Olympics I was like literally <laughs> yeah. like it's like, how much resiliency can you have? How much faith can you have? And then when you, you know, I went to Tony Robbins business mastery a couple of years ago, which was incredible. And I just remember him saying that the psychology of the owner of a business is often the chokehold on the business, like very intense terms, but like that's Tony for you. But it's literally like, I just thought that was so profound. It's like, wherever your business is, like, it's a direct mirror of where you are with yourself. And it's like, you know, and the the powerful thing about numbers is that numbers do not lie to us. Like whether it's numbers on a scale or numbers in a health test or the numbers in our bank account, like numbers reflect the reality of where your energy is at a given time. So it's, uh, it's very powerful stuff, but it's like, it, it really is like, you know, how much can I, also love and accept myself in the process of creating something that I want. It's like, you know, I think a lot of times the the strategy and all the things get really glorified, but it's like, 
can I still love and see myself through when I'm in a really big shadow space with my business and I'm, or I had a launch that didn't go well or no one enrolled or I didn't make a goal or like whatever. It's just like all of those things are feedback mechanisms, not to show you your entire identity, but rather just to show you where you have space to grow. And it's like, to me, that's, that's beautiful. And I, I, I hope more people hear that message of just like, this is not, this isn't happening to you to show your identity. This is happening to enrich your growth and no one, you know, you don't have to be like all Pollyanna if you have a shitty time in your life or your business. But it's like, I think just remembering that little piece of, of light that it's like, okay, wait, like I'm, I'm feeling these feelings. I'm afraid, or I'm whatever right now, or I feel like a failure, but I'm just going to be gentle and loving as best I can with myself. And I say that from not doing that very well, um, off and on throughout my life and like my career. But as soon as I've like, you know, I'm my own best friend. Like I champion myself every day. And when I'm going through something hard, I'm just like, I'm like, wow, this is intense, but like, let's keep going. Like I got you. And it's like, that to me is, is a really beautiful relate, a way to relate to yourself when you're building a life and a, and a business that you want, because when you have that relationship with yourself, you emanate that. And, and I think that, I think the work that we do on ourselves and the successes we create and everything, like they, they are to be shared. Like they are to be like, we go through the challenges we go through so that we can help someone else breathe a little easier and maybe not have to go through all of the challenges that we did, but rather go through the ones they're meant to and still have a bit of guidance and a little bit of levity uh, in the process. Mm, thank you. That was so powerful. <laughs> I'm going to listen to that five times over. <laughs> Such a good reminder. Thank you. Yes. That was so powerful. Um, so for someone who's starting their business now and maybe getting a bit bit into comparison theory, not comparison, like imposter <laughs> syndrome and, you know, comparing their chapter one to another's chapter 15 and feeling discouraged that success maybe isn't coming as quickly as they once expected and were thinking entrepreneurship, kind of the journey of entrepreneurship was. What advice would you give to someone um, who maybe is, you know, putting a lot of pressure on themselves to, you know, succeed right away. Yeah. I mean, I did that like forever. <laughs> like that was like Same. my whole twenties. <laughs> yeah. I put a lot of pressure on myself. I put a lot of very high expectations. And yet at that time, I'll just speak for myself personally. Like I wasn't putting in the work to like bring those things to fruition. And so you know, well, first things first, like kind of what you spoke to Marley, like we can never know the full story. Like you can see someone's seeming success on Instagram and first and foremost, never know the full capacity of where they're actually at. And also, and not to say that they're not successful, but what I mean is that you will never have the full story unless someone tells you, you will never know um, the journey that it's taken someone to get to that space, unless they tell you. And even then, like 
they say that about our neurology and our brains, like still things are very skewed. So the reason I bring this up is just because we all have to take social media with a grain of salt. We all have to like comparison is the thief of joy. That's a quote that I've always resonated with. It's like when we compare our, like, yeah, our chapter one to someone else's seeming chapter 50, we suffer and it, and it really deflates our balloon. So the thing is, is, you know, a lot of times what you have to do is you, you kind of have to keep your blinders on a little bit, like get inspired and sometimes get jealous. It's okay. It's all a part of the journey, but at the same time, like sometimes you just, I don't want to say sometimes, but it's important to remember that like your path is your path is your path. Just like that person's path is theirs. And I think something that's always been helpful to me, even though I haven't always done this perfectly, is just remembering that like God and the universe will always bring me exactly what I'm ready for. Like I can want to like push numbers or push this or have, you know, whatever, like more, more. But the truth is, Like I will be, it will, whatever I'm ready to will be brought to me. Like I will put in the work, but whatever I am truly ready for. And I personally, I personally believe in gradual cultivation of success. I lived in LA for a very long time. I met a lot of people that I never thought I'd meet and became close with many of them. Very, very famous people. And I just, saw the effects at times where people, I don't want to say very famous. I mean, very famous to me, but, um, they're famous. We'll just put it that way. And (laughs) but it was fascinating because uh, for many of them, two in particular, I'm thinking of one got like hurled into a lot of success and fame very fast. It was incredibly destabilizing. The other had, a many, many years of growth and building, but still it was hard. And so the reason I say that is because I think we can glamorize the end result and we can want to get there so fast just to escape our own shadow and escape our own, the work that we don't want to do. And, but remember that the most fulfilling success is the success that that the universe guides for you. Like you will be, you will like keep showing up for the work. It doesn't mean the universe is going to plop things on your lap, but if you're willing to show up and do your work in like the unsexiest of moments, I believe that my grandpa used to always say this quote, um, the harder I work, the luckier I get. And it's like the more like, and look, and I know that people are like four hour work week and all this stuff. Like, so if, if that's your vibe, like listen to that and do that, but maybe a little bit of what I'm saying can also be of assistance because, you know, for me, it took me a very long time to get where I am now. But like I said, when I applied myself and my energy was in the right place and I healed and I worked with the soul and then I took the actions in the real world that truly needed to be done, it was like this cocktail of magic and I was fucking ready. So it's like, the reason I say this is also you know, be patient with your journey and trust that it's not all on you. Like you have a creative force. Like I was telling my fiance the other day, I was like, baby, God guides. I was like, and I, I'm not religious. And I use, I use, usually like to use the word universe, but I also don't mind using the word God. It's like, 
God guides, the universe guides, goddess guides, Allah guides, whatever word works for you. It's like, but a creative force guides. And we, sometimes I think what happens is we think it's all on us and we forget that we are co-creating and dancing with this with the universe. We really are. And I've had so many moments of being very cynical and forgetting that. And those are the moments I suffer most. And when Mm -hmm. I remember that there's magic and I get to be open hearted, um, and that there, there is a creative, loving, benevolent force that wants the best for me. It doesn't mean it gives me easy street all motherfucking time. It's that's okay. But like, but what it means is that I'm willing to show up for what is on the journey because I know and trust. I'll say this very quickly, but even like a couple months ago in June of this year, during the eclipse season, I, it was so funny. I, I was in such a challenging time then. And I was decided to do an EFT tapping session. And one of my, one of my coaches told me to do it about opening up my feminine and, and, and trusting more. And I remember I was tapping and I was like, God, I truly, I couldn't even say that I trusted God. I could not even surrender in that moment. And I was like, ah, that's your block. That's your fear is like, you don't trust that you'll be taken care of. And, and the reason I bring this up is just because honestly, the thing that's helped the most with that is magnesium, (laughs) my nervous system. And when I used to do a lot of Kundalini and I was really, you know, strengthening my nervous system, the same thing, I just had way more faith. So, you know, I'll, I'll end this, this, um, this dissertation here, but it's like, you know, at the end of the day, like when you take care of yourself, you are taking care of the vessel that your creator has given you. And when you take care of yourself and you can keep a clear mind, clear body, clear heart, doesn't mean you have to be a saint or perfect, but the better you take care of yourself, you know, the, the clearer you can feel on the path and the more centered you can feel. So also I say all of this as like a 34, almost 35 year old who's made so many mistakes. I can't even count. So I've definitely learned, learned the hard way many, many times, but anyhow, be patient, like find ways to be patient and celebrate the process. Like almost pretend like God is whispering to you, your success is inevitable. Trust me, this is where you're going to be in five years. And like, speak those words to yourself and speak your visions and your desires to yourself with certainty. And just let that guide you. I used to just let fear guide me all the time. So it's like, let, let your visions guide you. And as soon as I started to be more guided by a vision and what I, you know, focused on in my morning practices, that was also a really a big freaking shift. I really hope that was helpful. That was like a lot of different directions there. (laughs) Amen. That's all I have to say that. That was my drop moment. I was like, I think my head hurts from nodding so much. (laughs) It was so good. Um, I have one last question for you. What advice would you give to someone who feels out of control with their spending? Well... Out of control spending is always rooted in, a, in emotional imbalance. And again, I know that from 
myself. So remember, like when you're, when you're spending a lot of money, it's like, what are you looking for? Are you looking for excitement? Are you looking for validation? Are you looking for connection? Like what emotion are you out looking for? Right. Um, inner child work. I'm very new to inner child work, but I feel like your meditation, Marley, which I'm really excited to do, but just the fact I picked the meditation that you sent, you so graciously sent me, that was the first moment where I was like, Oh, I think I've got to work on my inner child. It was like really kind of woke something up in me. Isn't that interesting? And I've been more focused there and, and it's been beautiful. I'll tell you about that another time, but it's, I think I told you that in a boxer, but anyhow, it's been gorgeous. Like just getting to know this little girl inside of me and what she needs and, you know, working with your emotions when it comes to overspending, asking the little girl or little boy inside of you, like, what do you need? Like, what are you, what can, what can I help you with? What, what didn't you get that I can assist you with? Um, these are all like little tools of just, acknowledging like what is maybe the root of overspending like where is it coming from and what are you seeking to feel and then the money management system that i teach is really helpful for overspenders because it definitely you have to employ a sense of discipline and i would also say if credit card spending is an issue for anyone you very simply for that for a time if if it is feasible for you um you got to just get rid of credit cards. Like for me, I have two main credit cards. I monitor them like a hawk and I've, and I've gotten out of control very, even very recently credit card spending is easy. It feels like you're not spending money. It's a psychological thing and it's a very predatory system if you're not on top of it. So if credit card spending is maybe an issue for some And sometimes like, look, I also honor that there are also times in life where like, you just have to live off a credit card. Like I've totally had those moments. So don't shame yourself. And, but at the same time, what actions can you also take to make some shifts? And the money management system is really helpful for just self-discipline. Like and I won't go into it now, but it's like, there's, there's ways you can set yourself up for success and have deeper levels of accountability and clarity when it comes to your finances and what you're doing. And just a quick thing to add the accounts, the separate accounts that I teach in that system, you know, those are really helpful for just really tracking your spending. A lot of times people don't track their spending because they have one bank account or two bank accounts and they're doing all their spending out of one bank account. And it's overwhelming. Like, of course you don't want to check it. You have to look through thousands or hundreds of freaking, uh, transactions. So you got to set yourself up for success with your bank. You got to find like online banking where you can have separate accounts and, and basically each account has a job. Each account has a role, um, in your life and in your financial, your financial dreams. Like that's, that's how to make money start working for you and feel more clear, with your money because overspending as well. Like when you actually see what you're spending, it can also help and, you know, don't go into shame, but just going to like, Hey, like this is what's happening. And like, I got to make a shift here. Anyhow, it's, it's, I don't want to make it sound too nuanced in, in a short amount of time, but it's, it's really, really important to get 
your finances in order from, um, I'd say a money management perspective. And then also emotionally, like, where am I coming from? Like, what, what do I need? Why am I spending money to alleviate stress? What else could I do instead of spend? Is it go for a jog? Is it, um, I don't know, go go horseback riding, like figure (laughs) something out that just like, is it go for a bike ride? Is it, you know, I'm obviously sound very active, don't I? I I like to move my body a lot. So it's like, just what can I do that gets me that same high and that same dopamine hit that isn't, you know, moving me farther and farther away from my financial dreams and and my deep and a feeling of peace around my money. Yes. And I'm going to show this out for you, but your course that you have, you can heal your money, heal your money. That course is dives deep into money management, emotion, your emotional connection with money. So if anyone's listening to this, which is probably a lot of people being like, okay, this makes sense. I want to work on this. That course, we'll link it in the bio for you, um, for everyone. Oh my gosh, Natalia, thank you so much. I'm going to listen to this five times over and make notes everything was so powerful just one last quick 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 question what yeah. is one thing that you're manifesting right now Ooh, i am manifesting a thousand heart-centered ready beautiful human beings to join me inside of my membership that's like actually a really big manifestation and and a goal that i have because financial education is so important to me and I want more conscious women doing this work. And obviously that's also a beautiful manifestation for me and my, in my business. And I find that the more stabilized I am in my finances and my emotions, the, the bigger my dreams get and the bigger my visions get for how I can serve and what I can do to help people live uh, better lives amazing i'm so excited for you well thank you so much for joining us today we are all so honored that you're here um where can people find you if they're not already following you yeah of course i'm I'm super active on instagram just at natalia underscore benson and my website is nataliabenson.com and if anyone's interested in the money membership uh, just go to the link tree and in my Instagram bio. And uh, yeah, we've got some beautiful things on deck for, for the membership coming up. Perfect. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Natalia. It was such an honor to interview yeah. you. This was and this awesome. was wonderful. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Love Bye, you. Bye. Hey, hey, hey. Before you go, would you love a free money hypnosis? You guys, this is what I listen to every single night to rewire my subconscious mind so I can manifest the money that I desire. It is absolutely game-changing if you've heard me talk anything about subconscious mind and anything along the realms of healing your subconscious mind to help align you and attract money into your life. Hypnotherapy is the way. It actually heals and rewires your subconscious mind to make it believe and truly allow it to believe that you deserve the money that you desire. So if you want this free money hypnosis, all you have to do is leave us a review, you know, honest review, how you're feeling about the show, take a screenshot right away, 
and then send it to hello at marleyrose.ca and we will send you this free hypnosis. You guys, it's going to be absolutely game-changing. It's how all my clients have manifested all of their massive goals in their business and in their life. Okay, thanks so much, you guys. I hope it's a great tool for you to use in manifesting all the money that you desire. Lots of love. Mwah!